0: That's right, chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, Forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. You've tuned in to Man Up, heard each and every Saturday evening at 8, where host Antonio Delgado, Carl Kozlowski, and Ron Pearson, along with their guests, take a stand for modern manhood. Stand up and man up, America! And now, your host Antonio, Carl,
2: and Ron. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to another edition of Man Up. Coming to you from the luxurious studios of KRLA AM eight seventy in Los Woo. Angeles. Yeah. And uh, as always, I'm your host Carl. Double portion, hold the dessert, Kozlowski. <laughs> <laughs> and with me are Antonio. Don't you well
3: spoken, Antonio. <laughs> well spoken, oh. and I'm Ron, the mirthful married man Pearson.
2: Ron, yeah. Pearson. <laughs> oh. He has cats, lots of cats. Side joke. Okay, so um, yes, and, and as always, uh, we're bringing you the week's funniest news. As well as a great guest every time, and today is no different. We have a fabulous uh performance and life coach, Liv Texera. As yeah, our Liv, she is awesome, it. really yeah. awesome. From, so, really uh, really awesome. But first yeah. of
3: all, let's tell everyone what our motto
4: is. What okay. is
3: it, Ron? Our motto is small minds talk about people, average minds talk about things, great minds. Talk about ideas, and on this show, we've got, got all, all three, three, baby.
2: Yes, <laughs> and we'll let you figure out who's got what. But uh, uh, as always, we start the show with what we call the check-in, where we discuss our week. And Ron, what have you been up to?
3: Well, dude, I you know I do a lot of I work on a lot of sitcoms. And, this, and uh, I've been working uh, for the last five years on a show called Fuller House. And our producer here, Jason Marchuka. Yay, Jason! Jason. <laughs> He's the one that really makes this show run and uh Jason I brought you and your family and your extended family and the neighbors and anyone <laughs> who is even in your phone list apparently to
4: fuller house Yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun my uh brother and sister-in-law were visiting from Michigan with my niece and two nephews Yes and uh
3: trump card you played a trump card and got them into the one of the hardest shows
4: to get Yeah into. and I uh, you know it was definitely appreciated they the kids had a blast they got to meet the cast afterwards got pictures How, who got you that oh uh, that'd be you yeah. Ron <laughs> no i mean I, I'm, I'm totally grateful for everything you know it was one of those things where i, got, I didn't even know you did that and then oh, so i don't
3: care what they thought about it because i
4: know just
3: it's honestly such an awesome experience because yeah. that shows i don't think older people or people of my age even people of carl's age uh, who's younger, Antonio? You the He's age? younger than me. I'm the baby. Even Antonio's age mm-hmm. really get the scope of 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 what this show means to people. Yeah, and and it's like hard to get tickets to people fly from. I just people fly from. I have a girl flying from Japan who just. Emailed me and said, I'm coming there. Wow. Can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? And the last time I had her here, she was crying Dude, because I, she was at the show. I grew up watching Fool House. What yeah. are you
5: talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So you were at that age. Yeah, <laughs> I told you my first love was that. Oh, was Candace. Candace. And yeah. we're going to have her on the show tonight. Oh, she's already
3: told me she's coming on the show. Oh, thank you. But with that her that husband, Val, and now who is security was a professional hockey player. And we'll,
2: <laughs> and we'll <laughs> and uh, make sure he checks your <laughs> interest in that. Uh,
4: <laughs> you know Antonio's in the penalty box right now (laughs) yeah I mean I grew up watching it too and five minutes for drooling and (laughs) yeah and then with you know when the next Netflix show came out last few years you know we we watch it and then I didn't know my niece and nephews were really into it until maybe six months ago yeah and then when I found out you know you were you were a part of that and you were very uh, generous to get me and my family in. It was a win. I'm probably the greatest uncle in the history of uncles. Right. Oh, and it's all son. because of you. So, real cool. quickly, I just don't want to drag yes. this out
3: forever, but I just wanted to say. I yeah, do. Yeah, I wanna, do. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Thank me Y'all again. Y'all are rude.
2: Y'all are rude. <laughs> uh, what was that? What, what I really, gesture? <laughs> what
3: I really want to know is what did you think? Because kids, I get what they're going to yeah. think. People from out of state, oh, we're in a big show. But you're here in LA. You're steeped in all this. What? What was your thoughts um because you know me for a while
4: yeah and you you know when you said what you did i thought it was just before the show yeah. i didn't realize that you were the the comedian keeping the crowd going in between uh
3: scenes it's a marathon
4: and the, it ain't short no and the stuff <laughs> that you was know, a five-hour night yeah and you you weren't going the whole time it was awesome and you, you balanced a six-foot ladder on your chin and yes. juggled at the same time yes <laughs> i i'm was just fascinated by that and uh the show itself is a great show good for families and even like me and my wife we don't have any kids but we still watch it yeah and the the night you you made a lot of people happy whether Aww. it was the kids that were from out of town that this was one of the big things they wanted to do you took them down on the set took pictures and stuff and even you know some of the other stuff you you, you give or giving away stuff the entire night and i had no idea that's what that job consisted of. It was pretty awesome.
5: You make it your job,
3: right? That's how you do it. That's correct. Oh, okay. Good point. That is, I do it differently than the other guys do it. I actually pray over that show specifically and some other shows that God would open my eyes to who needs what I'm able to give Mm -hmm. them. And I mean... Honestly, I start crying there sometimes because some of the people I bring down. Aww. Yeah, I had a girl there. She looked totally normal. I didn't realize. She had leukemia. Oh, Jesus! This wasn't oh, wow. your week. This was the oh, week before. Okay. She had leukemia, and her and her mother looked totally normal in there at the show. And then I find out, and I take her down, and I'm like all the stars are all around her this is in the middle of the show they yeah. stop the filming and talk to them and take photos with them and this I mean it's it's their' amazing cast over there and uh, but I'm, I'm kind of on the scenes like <laughs> trying to hold back tears because but I'm just so thankful that I get the opportunity to affect people's lives you know I mean what is it for them it's you know it's it's, some, it's a memory they'll never forget yep and you know maybe this little girl doesn't have that long to remember, but at least I gave her, some, uh, you know, some sunshine. Yeah, it was amazing in and, and,
4: and thank you again for everything. Well, thank you, and thank you for doing your work. All right, all I'm right. Done. Well, <laughs> <laughs> have you been thanked enough, Ron? Already? No. <laughs> like no,
5: not
3: yet. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> Ron. Thank you. Thank you. And thank hey, you. I'm a I'm a husband and a dad. I don't get that much around <laughs> the house. I'll wow. take it here if I can get it.
2: <laughs> well, me and Antonio shared a uh, our check in in a way because uh, after yep. last week's blockbuster excitement of interviewing. Governor John Kasich, who has the fabulous best-selling book, It's Up to Us, available in fine bookstores on Amazon everywhere. Uh, but he uh, invited us up after the show to uh, come up with Andres the Great, our uh, other uh, uh, fine off-the-air team member who uh, brings us Ask a Model and all that. But uh, uh, anyways, we got invited. We jetted up the coast uh, to uh, Santa Barbara to catch Governor Kasich between a couple of speeches. Yeah, I and, stayed uh, shot some video. I'm, I was torn.
3: I was torn, and you guys, Uh. the three of you, took off and I, I knew there was just a short window yeah. on that drive but you caught him before yeah, we did. before uh, his speech
5: it was, it was such a fun drive man I mean we went up there I mean uh, Carl, laughing, Carl, Carl? Carl as always was taking his sweet time so we left him in the, in the gas station oh yeah station. I almost got abandoned in a gas station because <laughs> <We left laughs> I was
2: making too, taking
5: too long with the hot dog
2: condiments <laughs> yeah. so
5: we Andres and I take off and we see <laughs> <laughs> Carl outside like, ah,
2: like a that's cartoon that's how I would have written it if it was a script <laughs> by the way. I kept running out of the parking lot. It was like, it was like frantically going in circles and they keep circling back. Yeah. Oh so we God. drive
5: back, we come back and and we tease him a little about getting in the car. You know how you yeah, come yeah. up? No, <laughs>
3: but
2: it was just a good time. That it, was fun. Yeah. Kasich
3: was cool on the air. How was he in person?
2: He was I liked him even better, as as much or better, right? I mean You know what? It's it's interesting when you meet these
5: people because at the end of the day, man, they're just people who just trying to make the world a little better, you know. All of us are in our own way trying to make the world a little better, and cool. um, and I I really appreciate that he really took out the time to see us. Yeah, and um, and he wanted us to come along, continue on. With yeah, he him, was like,
2: "Hey, you guys want to come to the speech?" And he was like, "I and, and I I literally think he almost was gonna like let us hop in the the caravan and go home with him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's me. I'm going back to I'm moving to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was stopped us. <laughs> yeah, no, he was super nice man, and he said, and he said that that he. Uh, appreciated how we did the interview and everything. And so we have that as an actual quote that we can uh, tout. No, because uh,
5: I think, you know, in the way we do the interviews, and I think it's that we have so much time with that person. In yeah. twenty minutes it's a lot of time it seems yeah. these days, right? Yeah. And and we don't we're not trying to get people on that, you know, that sound bite that's gonna get them in trouble or no. that sound bite that's gonna right. sell the show. We really try
2: to have a We're conversation. three
3: regular guys trying to improve our lot in life and, and get some wisdom and some truth. Yeah,
2: yeah. Straight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because I, I know because I'm obsessed with talk shows, the late night shows, especially. <laughs> and you get. You're like, obsessed with a lot of things, you get Carl. Even, you, you get anywhere, either six minutes or 15 minutes. If you're the main guest, you get 15 minutes. We do 24. I mean, the, people really, they, they need, you know, they're starting to catch on that we really will give you quality time. So, yeah. 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 But um, anyway, so speaking of quality time, it's time for some news. Yeah. yeah. All right. As always, our news cur- curated by our news director, Angel Mancini. And now. The Lee story. Uh, this guy could qualify as hero of the week too, frankly. But for hero of the year, uh, but uh, Nick Sandman is back in the news. He is the high schooler from Covington, Kentucky, who uh, made national news back in January when he showed up at, the, I believe, it was the March for Life in Washington D.C. with a school group and uh, Lincoln
3: Memorial, I believe.
2: Yeah, and there were some really bizarre. Uh, the group called the Black Hebrew Israelites. They're like these. Uh, incredibly racist guys. They're complete fringe. Nobody wants to own them in any way, and but they were completely harassing these kids for being there, and, uh, the, and so they were shouting back. And then some you know, Native American guy gets in the way and uh, starts. The kids weren't shouting down. back. The kids were doing. Well, kids were doing some their fun. School. Ch- oh, the chancellor. They from were chants yeah, from yeah, their right. school.
3: They were doing yeah. harmless things yeah. to just drown out the hatred from ex- these guys. To, yeah. Exactly right to drown out. Sorry, the hatred. For,
2: thank you for the correction. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this guy named Nathan Phillips shows up. And um, and the media jumped as a whole. It was insane. The Washington Post and all these other outlets. It's incredible uh, th- that um, there's like NBC, CNN. Um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, CNN, Kathy NBC, Griffin. Kathy Griffin, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, New, New York, York Times, Times. Times writers. And uh, and more are all in danger of being sued by this kid. He's got a two hundred fifty million dollar lawsuit against the Washington Post for being the, the most Post, slanderous. and they're
3: going after all these people. Yeah, man.
2: and a judge this week ruled, uh, reversed a ruling that was going to stop the lawsuit. Now he says you can do it, and this is going to be a major, major. I, case. I mean,
5: people forget, man. That at the end of the day, this is a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, right? he's just a, a kid. sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine as sixteen years old, as as. Mature as I kind of am right now as a 30-year-old as a guy. <laughs> 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 kind of yeah. mature. I just I threw up a little
3: in my mouth when you said that,
5: just a little bit. No, but he behaved himself so well with so much composure. All he composure. did was stare at the guy and smile. That's so much that's composure for a 16-year-old guy and then have this juggernaut of media just pounding on you. And the way he does his interviews, man, it's, it's like, my God, what a, what a mature – what a poor mature kid, though. But and the, and, the,
2: and, the, and the, the thing that was amazing was that um, the the post admitted that they didn't fact check, that, they did, that all sorts of things were wrong, but they never apologized. And so that's why he's doing well, the Well, they
3: also skewed the video to oh, make yeah. it look like he was the aggressor when he was just a kid standing there. And he was being attacked and taunted. Yeah. yeah. You know, poor Mr. Sandman. Ironic, his name is Sandman. He had a nightmare, this kid. <laughs> Mr. Sandman.
2: Please, don't sing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> well, but here's the deal. Carl, you're in the media. Yes. Why is it? This has bugged me for years. Why can the media come out with a story and really attack someone? Do this, do this, do this. It's front page. It takes up half a page of the front page on the major things. And then uh, when they get debunked four days later, they put in a quarter inch uh, retraction in the page four. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's it, the law on that?
2: I, it is it is bizarre. I've only had literally, I think, maybe a couple of retractions in twenty three years that I've had to be responsible for. But um, who yeah, let you you're know, right. you the, had the damage to, is done. Who let when you did, know you yeah the damage is done exactly. Yeah. So who let you know that you had
3: to retract when you retracted?
2: Oh, I mean, well, in one case, it cost me my job at the Chicago Tribune. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was like I I, I got. By the um, way,
3: folks, Carl, this guy really has achieved a lot. I know we bag on him, but holy cow,
2: you worked at the Chicago Tribune? Yeah. Until you got fired. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, but the reason why this is funny, guess how they found out? Because I botched the obituary of the of their number one lawyer for the Tribune company. So, you know, guess what? They they let the, 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 they found out right away and I got surrounded the next morning by all the editors and uh, had to, uh, 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 they put me on like a retraction secondary. on the obituary page. I know, can you imagine? Yeah. They X'd out the old one. They literally printed it again, put a giant X through it and then had somebody else write you the You got fired on. by a dead guy? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm just saying that I do, I do believe Absolutely, that that a lot of the press um, has it out for. Uh, the they they see what they think is a slam dunk story, and they thought, oh, here's a white kid staring down a Native American hero who turned out to not even be a combat hero of any kind, you know. And it's like, you know, they were looking for a perfect thing to to demonize. Well, basically, they ruined the national school, right, right to life
3: town. Urge. They ruined that school, yeah. that town, and that kid's. Life. Yeah, I mean, they really went. Could have been nailed they went from after college
2: them. forever.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of behind the lawsuit. I'm sick Absolutely. and tired of of normal people being taken down. But this goes to a different section in in what the media does today. Here's my question: How do two people? Because like, if I pick up one, if I watch one news channel, I won't say a name, and I watch another news channel, I'll have the same story in two opposite. Yeah. Reaction. Mm -hmm. So, how do two people see the same thing and come up to opposite conclusions? Like, for example, Antonio looks at a woman, he sees a conquest. I see a way to lose everything I have. (laughs) Carl looks at a donut, he sees soothing bliss. I say, I see a way to ruin my dinner (laughs) because (laughs) I look at a glass of liquor. I see a soothing, wonderful, fun space. You guys see the obnoxious drunk in the space at the table at the end of the bar, and I just wave back at you guys. I'm over here.
5: (laughs) You know how people do that? Because at the end of the day, both of those things are correct. Uh, Something could be both delicious and destructive. I disagree. No? I think
3: there's, in general, one truth but I think the lenses that people put on their eyes are looking for certain triggers and things to justify the way they already see the world yes. rather than looking for what the truth of the real situation is. Well, here's the, Does the, that make sense? Yeah, I, and I think we
5: you're both You're a lawyer agree. because
3: you're really good at skewing things your direction, dude.
5: No, no, no. We, we are kind of saying the same thing. What I mean is this, that a lot of things that we consider to be true are not really true. They're, they're a matter of opinion and perspective. So when you look at something, you're looking at it from a perspective. Like You can look at your life and you can see your life as, as you being a tragic victim, or you can see your life as you being this heroic person that overcame tragedy. Both of them I love are. What you just said. Both of those things could be true. You those both things could be equally true. The difference is which one are you going to choose? Which one are you going to choose as the perspectives of which you're going to see your reality? Right. I choose the one that's going to have the better outcome for me. You know, but a lot. But I. But I agree with you. Some things are perspective, but other things are true. And and in this case, I think it's that they have a certain. Um, well, I'll just say what Everyone already says it. They have a certain agenda, and they're trying to fill people to fill. They they want the 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 world to fit their worldview agenda. Yes. So they're cherry picking in order to to feed that that cherry picking rather than looking at the whole yeah being objective because they're trying to support a certain narrative that's what I always worry about documentaries
4: because mm-hmm. you yeah. watch
3: a documentary and you automatically assume oh this is somebody coming from a news angle uh-huh. and they're gonna find the truth of this matter when in reality I think most documentary makers already know what they want the story they want to tell yeah. yeah and they find the film clips so. they want to do and they edit that story and you watch it you think it's like totally objective and it's not it's from such a tainted view sometimes it's somebody that I'll respect the
2: glasses they're wearing mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like you must be blind yeah well um I want to say because I want to make sure we hit a couple of boneheads uh, in the show we missed them last week they're really good so just want to hit on two things really quick related to this that um, there's an outstanding essay. If you guys can uh, write this down or whatever for later. Yeah, while you're uh, driving, Matt- write it down. <laughs> okay, I'm well. not going to write an essay. Or just if you this remember. is not was- accidents read- on the 405. <laughs> In Rolling Stone, I know they're normally a very lefty kind of mag, but there's one writer who's really excellent there named Matt Tabey, T A I B B I. Look up his essay about the, uh, the killing of the leader of ISIS. And how the press dealt with it. It's called Baghdadi's Story Reveals Divided and Broken News Media. And he nails it very, very well about what's going on. And he takes and he attacks the left more than the right, surprisingly. And it's very interesting about how the media willfully will distort whatever to, to have an agenda on whichever side they're on. To support They'll, the narrative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. I, it's I, really bad. What bothers
3: bad. me is when I read an article headline and, I, and then I go, oh, and then, and a lot of times <laughs> i just go through it and, and take that as the, but once you read the article you go oh that's not what it was saying at yeah, all exactly. I, I don't like misleading headlines either and, i think um, they're disruptive and and that happens on both sides unfortunately but yeah, yeah
5: you know to be honest man every every ever since i stopped watching the the news like on tv yeah. My mind feels clearer, to be honest, man. And you don't know what's going on, which is awesome. No, but I (laughs) (laughs) do. I know. Well, here's the
2: thing. He's able to focus on what's important. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I do. I focus on the things that I can control. You women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can control them. <laughs> um, okay, and then then quickly, by extension, I want to give a shout-out to our Heroes of the Week. Just We want to give a big uh, hooray to the soldiers that uh, led to the uh, cowardly suicide of the leader of ISIS uh, this past Saturday and to President Trump for... Uh, instigating a really successful mission in that honor was Delta of Delta Force. That wasn't yeah. SEAL
3: Team. That was Delta okay, Force. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. They did a good job. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Respect. Massive respect. Love but, you.
2: But we do want to hit uh, a couple of more funny things really quick. Um, our lead story, two this week. Lead Story 2,
0: Electric Boogaloo.
2: This is my favorite story of the year, maybe. I don't know. Oh, we're we're slow today. Okay. We're barely, barely on story 2. Hey, man. You know, oh my god. But uh, this yeah. the, Okay, so th- I was uh, this week these also could qualify as heroes of the week in my book, but Julia Rose and Lauren <laughs> Summer. <crazy>. You're crazy. <laughs> are two LA women who attended the World Series and made it game 5 especially memorable when the, the when they wound up in the middle of 7th inning hiking their shirts up and giving America Woo-hoo. a look at their gifts. Um, Those are
5: four heroes right there.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're talking seventh inning, amazingly well-placed seating. They were on the first baseline, second row, and they somehow knew right when Fox was aiming the camera at the right spot, and they they took action better than a military operation almost. And, <laughs> and, they, and, and so anyways, Major League Baseball has tracked down who they are and, unfortunately, they banned them for life from Major League Baseball. Antonio, is this even legally possible? It's so tragic, I think.
5: Well, these four great heroes deserve our <laughs> applause.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no, I, but, I
5: might not go your direction, guys, <laughs> but i bet your money it happens every week at a Raiders game and no one sees it and <laughs> no
3: one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: No, this goes back to what we were talking about. Like this story right here, you could, you could frame it both ways, right? Yeah. It could be here and both hits heroes. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can what, imagine the call from the booth.
3: Bottom of the fifth, Garrett Cole on the mound, Zimmerman at the plate. And let me count them. That's one, two, three. There is four out. There's four out behind the plate
2: right now. We've had a single, a triple, and four double Ds. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, hello. You know, and, and frankly, I would like to uh, track these ladies down and ask them how they pulled it off. You so want to, to track speak. them down? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Carl. Well, I've reviewed the tape extensively. So Here's
3: the weird thing: you know how expensive those seats are in a World Series game? I know. And you know I how expensive how that plastic it. surgery was? They oh. got some money. <laughs> <laughs> the password is sugar daddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get out of here, uh, I'm going to try and hit one of at least one of our boneheads of the week.
0: Man up brings you bonehead of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oops. Last week, uh, there was a guy that uh, he wound up getting, uh, th- they haven't arrested him yet, they're trying to find a man who in Boynton Beach, of course Florida, managed to flee a <laughs> liquor store with a $1,000 worth of scotch shoved down his pants <laughs> at the Total Wine Store <laughs> on 850 North Congress Avenue. And uh, yeah, so they said that they don't know what brand was immediately, uh, they don't know which brand was taken or the exact number of bottles, but somehow they figured out it was a thousand dollars worth. So,
3: what are the odds it was in Florida, by the way? <laughs> 100%. One hundred percent.
2: Thousand dollars of scotch. Hey, is that Johnny Walker in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you know, it's, so I don't know if they're ever going to find this guy. But uh, you know, I got to say, he's having a good time somewhere. Yeah. I'm not sure. This scotch has a nice bouquet
3: with a small scent of urine. <laughs> is that I mean, here's my thought? Was it one bottle of great scotch? hundred bottles of not good spot scotch or 500 of those little airplane bottles. Of scotch. <laughs> Exactly, I mean, that's, I'm impressed
2: with how every. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole new way of singing "99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall." I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then the last thing uh, I'll say is that we had we, we just got to wrap it up because we're heading to our second half with our great well, guest, yeah, Liv. amazing guest. It's our our uh, special guest, life coach and results coach, uh, Liv Texera. Woo. So we're very excited to yeah. have her in a minute, and um, yeah. So basically, just want to. Uh, uh, give a shout out again to uh, tell people to listen to our website or visit our website at www.manupshow.net and find us on Facebook at Man Up Show The View for Dudes and on Instagram and Twitter at Man Up Show uh, just all the way across on Instagram and Up underscore show on twitter.com and if you we want to watch views.
5: those videos of our uh, interviews with the models go to IG Ask a Model that's IG right IG Ask a
3: Model yes, yes. see that and uh, also the uh, we're, we had such good guests in the last few weeks. Yeah, man. It's worth going online and checking it out. Yep. All Absolutely. Right. All right back guys back with Liv. This is going right. to be
5: great. <laughs> yes, baby. Hey, this is Antonio Delgado, host of Man Up. You hear me give funny and serious opinions on some of the biggest issues facing man today. Through my law offices in Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Orange County, and Houston, I Man Up for you to help you and your family at the most difficult times of your life. So if you want a caring and compassionate fighter for your rights to a great life in America, call me, 213-266-7900, and I'll be there for you. That's 213-266-7900.
0: Welcome. You've tuned in to Man Up, heard each and every Saturday evening at 8, where hosts Antonio Delgado, Carl Kozlowski, and Ron Pearson, along with their guests, take a stand for modern manhood. Stand up and Man Up, America. And now, your hosts Antonio, Carl, and
2: Ron. Welcome back to uh, Man Up, coming to you from the luxurious studios of KRLA, AM 870 in Los Angeles. Answer. And as always, I'm one of your host co-hosts, Carl uh, Kozlowski, Carl Double Portion, Hold the Dessert Kozlowski, and... Yo, yo, Antonio, the degenerate Delgado's over here, and Ron, wake up run the
5: mirth <laughs> married man Pearson.
2: <laughs> he's now the official narcoleptic uh so uh our, we're <laughs> delighted to have our um guest tonight uh she is a, a terrific life coach results coach covers all sorts of aspects of life we'll be talking to her about all that and she is also the host and producer of the terrific podcast at texera production Available everywhere on iTunes, Spotify, and every other major platform for podcasting. Give it up for Liv Texara. Yeah, Liv. Yeah,
1: woo. Hello, hello. It's so nice to be here. Thank yeah. you guys for having me.
2: Awesome, yeah. Yeah, we've been trying to get you for
5: a while, but you're so busy and you're up to so much.
1: Yeah, sometimes the schedule just doesn't align, but I guess the stars aligned today. We're ready to go.
5: Yeah. So tell us about what yourself. Yeah. What does that mean, a... Uh, uh, Results coach. Uh, A results coach, yeah.
1: Yeah, so basically, as I was saying a little bit before, I was inspired to do what I do after seeing a Tony Robbins event, a Tony Robbins seminar live, where he had thousands and thousands of people in this stadium-like place that – were changing their lives before my eyes. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was a little kid, I was into like Oprah when I was young. That's weird. <laughs> like, Bruh! that's like a weird, and weird you thing. get a
3: car, and you get yeah. a car.
1: And I was like, and I'm gonna change your life and your life and your life. And they are just like, all right, you're five. You need to reel it in. I was like, okay. <laughs> So wow. I ended up going to school. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I originally looked at the you know, being a therapist of some sort and I was like, whoa, that is twelve years of schooling that I am not trying to do. So and you
3: were in the sixth grade at the time. Yeah, sixth grade. I was like, like, listen longer than you've been alive. I don't even right. know if I've been alive
1: twelve years. So this this is a this is a big commitment. I right. could figure that out. So basically from there, I ended up going to school to become a nurse because my real desire in life was to help people, right? So I wanted to be a pediatric oncology nurse, which is dealing with kids with cancer. So intense stuff. And I like that.
3: That's crazy.
1: I thrive off of that environment, though. So that's my kind of jam. Like, I love working on the nitty gritty of what's really going on. So there was nothing more interesting to me at the time than to deal with those parents and to help support them through basically one of the hardest thing that any parent has to go through, right? Yeah. And so I ended up doing three years of nursing school to then just find a whole bunch of information on holistic health and how your mindset can change your health, how what you eat can change your health, how everything that you do adds or subtracts from your health, right? So for me, nursing and medicine wasn't as aligned as changing your life. So. This is what drew me to Tony so Robbins. I became interested in that. Go ahead.
3: Nursing was basically, in your opinion, I, if I'm reading it right, yeah, just fixing the symptoms, not the problem.
1: Bingo. Wow. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, it's a band aid t- for the solution.
3: Right. I'm telepathetic.
1: Oh. I am.
5: <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> in decades what of I was therapy. <laughs>
5: I've been a patient.
1: <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, that's kind of that's how I came about it all. I saw Tony Robbins, and I was like, I want to do what that guy does, and I want to change people's lives.
5: So what is the – so a lot of guys listen to this show. Mm-hmm. What is the nitty-gritty that guys are facing these days? You help men. What are yes. they facing? Biggest problem, you're saying?
1: Biggest problem with men is this idea that they have to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. True confidence comes from being authentic in everything that you do in your conversations and how you carry yourself. And what I see is the biggest problem for men is the fact that they believe they have to be something they're not. They're trying to be the best at this or the best at that, the most confident, the this the that. And it's like when you really peel those layers back, there's some deep-rooted insecurity that they haven't accepted themselves. What do you think
3: that comes from?
1: Childhood. uh
3: Childhood, trying to be something you're not?
1: Childhood, trauma. Like, you know, trauma can be anything, but typically you find it from the mom, the dad, the people that this person interacted with, first 10 years of life. And although I do go deep on childhood trauma, it's also so related to the beliefs that it creates about yourself. So it's less about what actually happened and more about the stories that you created as a child that now kind of correspond to everything that you do now. Mm-hmm. You know, like parents splitting up, somebody leaving, the child may think, you know, I'm not good enough. I caused some of these problems. Maybe if I was more of this, maybe this wouldn't happen, right? So, so they're stuck are, in that. Yeah. They're stuck yeah. in
3: that childhood trauma. Yeah. certain part of their personality or their life is stuck as that 7-year-old yeah. who was abandoned yeah. and they they And it's messing them up. And that messing them up. So those are also Um, at least what I've been trained in, uh, called limbic lies, and they sit in the limbic section of your brain, Mm -hmm. and they never go away no matter what you do. So it's that, at least for what I know from my problem, it's that recording in my head that never stops. Yeah. Do you
1: think that you can break it, though?
3: The only way that I've found to break it is to allow the prefrontal cortex, which is the front of your brain, to argue back Against the lies, okay, and by doing that, I I choose things, um, I choose scriptures. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you were beautifully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the plans I have for you to prosper you, and not to harm you, mm-hmm. to give you hope in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just tons and tons of scripture, which are, to me, are God's truth and real truth, that I can argue back against those lies that were created in me by the trauma that I can never get rid of. Mm. And the problem with the limbic section, at least from what I've learned, mm-hmm. is that, that the pain is so heavy that we tend to medicate with other things. So yeah. I definitely was stuck emotionally as uh, just exactly what you were saying earlier, As a younger kid for many years and just covering it up with whatever I could to dull the pain.
1: Yeah. And we all do it in a different way, right? It's like... It's very similar to what drug addicts are doing. It's self-soothing. It's just in a million different ways. Or food. Yeah, some I people use food. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, no, you're it's right. True. No, I'm exactly.
2: learning to control that problem, and I've lost forty pounds. Workaholism right. is the yeah. same.
6: Yeah, anorexia is the you can, same. You can yeah. you can
1: convince yourself to to be addicted to throw yourself to be self-soothing in things that are good for you too. It's not yeah, just true. it's okay. not just negative things, but there is still an underlying problem. You know, Mm -hmm. even if it's food, even if it's going out, even if it's hanging with buddies, there's a million different things that are not, quote unquote, extreme or totally wrong or alarming. It's like it can be things that are very under the radar.
5: And what I notice
1: is those things are the things that people feel less fulfilled by.
5: And Ron said that he deals with it with scripture. What Mm -hmm. have you also found helps dealing with that trauma? How do you deal with
1: it? How do I personally deal with trauma? Oh, how do you get
5: your clients to deal with it or yourself? Whatever it's a you- little
1: bit of both, right? Okay. It's like first you, you know, I'm not a big believer in going through everything again, but I do believe in analyzing what was there. Mm-hmm. and from the situation, drawing out conclusions, what did you conclude at that age, at that time, about yourself, the world, and how it all works together? And
3: understand what's the truth of it and what's the lie of
1: Bingo. it. Bingo. Understand the truth and the lie within that because there are lies and there are truths. Both, yeah. The
3: scary part to me was all the things that built up those lies were all true. Every one of them was true, and after they happened, five times in a row i took that as an ultimate truth yeah which is not true that's where the not truth came in mm-hmm. yeah. so those were all true traumas that if you you it's easy to jump to that conclusion mm-hmm. a, plus B, a plus a plus a plus a means i'm an a yeah and 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 that's not the ultimate truth but it took a lot of work for me to even understand it. I didn't even know I was suffering with that. And I was, I will say suffering yep. for a number of years. And uh, wow. It's powerful when you can undo it and realize what it is and you really there's yeah. a freedom to it.
1: What were some of what were some of your lies? You talked a lot about like the none lies. of your
3: business, Liv. <laughs> none I of
1: come your on business. the show and I don't even get no, to ask one question. No, no so
3: my <laughs> my lies were um, Everyone will always leave you. You're always overlooked. No one really cares about you, and you're on your own.
2: Those are mine, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're such good friends, Carl. (laughs) They really are a lot of peoples. It's not. I think that's what I love getting to with men is that we're all a lot more similar than different. We all just have different ways of showing it, right? There's different insecurities that come from that. There's different coping mechanisms that come from that. But a lot of the things that you just said are what a lot of people listening to are struggling with as well. right? For different reasons than yours, but similar principles. And it's like, even just sharing that you experience that is so receptable for the audience because they're able to say, hey, I'm not alone. You know, if he can sit on air and say, these are the things that are wrong with me, these are the things that I've struggled with, it's like, then I can be more open and honest with myself and with the people around me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So if, say, I'm out there driving my car right now, And I'm listening to this going, yeah, I might have that issue. What do I do?
1: Drive off the side of the road. Yeah! (laughs) No, 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 no. We're just So you're not a
3: driving coach. No, no. Might be a life coach, but you're not a driving coach. Listen,
1: I'm from Boston, so my driving style, very (laughs) different. (laughs) Very different than out here. (laughs) But (laughs) if they're listening to this, you're asking what they should do. Yeah. In what scenario? They're just listening to this, and they're like, oh, I resonate with this. What? yeah,
3: I resonate with it, and... Maybe they're going, oh, maybe I have that problem. So, what, they're just going to sit on it and do nothing about it? How, how, how do yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't know I had a problem, mm-hmm. and I didn't know I had to address the problem.
1: Bingo. That's and that's I awful.
3: lucked out into a lot of unfortunate circumstances that helped me realize the depth of where I was and what I had to do to get out of it.
1: Yeah, I think. And no. it took
3: a lot of work, and it's not easy. So are no, there ex- no, like it, that's the other thing. It's
1: not. It's like, not easy. But the first step is always self awareness. You, you cannot fix the problem if you don't know what the problem is. So just approach it in a very open, honest, and non judgmental way. Like that. That's another thing, right? Everybody has guilt. Everybody has shame, and it's like, listen, we all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all do the wrong thing. We all say the wrong thing. We haven't always acted right. We've done messed up things, right? And so. It's important to be able to accept those things and let those things just flow in and out of your brain while you're doing different exercises, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's really about the self-awareness, though, figuring out what have I done that is contribute to the bad things in my life? What are the things that I've done that have contributed to the good things in my life? Where was my mindset really strong? Where was my mindset really weak? What are some of these stories that are underlying principles in everything that I do? What are my excuses? That's a huge one, right? What are my excuses why I don't have a good relationship? Mm -hmm. What are my excuses (laughs) why I'm not in a career position that is allowing me to do whatever it is that I want financially, independently, freedom-wise? Why am I not where I want to be? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? What
3: were some of yours?
1: Oh, I have some good ones. So uh, I guess for me, I was a big helper growing up. I helped everyone and it was very self-sacrificial it was the love style that I learned from a parent Mm -hmm. right so for me I really had to break out of what everyone else wanted and it wasn't really in a people-pleasing way it was more of my desire to make sure everybody else around me was good instead of focusing on me and saying I'm worth it I'm enough I'm whole and complete on my own those are some of mine and also kind of as a woman becoming very powerful in a passionate way. You know, I- What does that mean? Well, when I grew up, you know, I had a lot of people that were saying you're too much. You're doing too much. You are too much. You can calm down. I'm like, I don't want to calm down. I want to do big (laughs) things in my life. Like why is that? Why is that pushed down? Why is that suffocated? Especially when it's a positive thing. You know, I had experiences with that, so Really being powerful and purposeful—that is kind of a scripture that I abide by because it makes me truly believe that this is what I'm destined to do. This is my purpose.
5: You know what? You got to a good point in that a lot of us learn our first love style from our parents, no? So oh that's a gosh. that's a good place to start. Like yeah. recognize your your parents' love style, so then. It reflects back on you and you can look at yourself and you can say oh my god i i do go into that toxic relationship because i thought that's what it means to love to be in this Mm -hmm. crazy passionate
1: relationship yeah and this is where self-awareness also comes into play it's important to educate yourself and not just like oh i have to read books and i have to listen to podcasts and i have to go to seminars it's like no Doing a couple personality tests can change your life. I teach people about the five love languages. Mm -hmm. And you get one of them from your parents. Everybody has a number one love language. And this doesn't matter. It's not just your relationship romantically, it's your friendships yeah, as well. Very true. How you give and receive love and how you connect with human beings on a regular level. People that you meet at the gas station versus the people that you hang out with. Mm-hmm. You guys as friends have similar love languages or you at least know how to make the other person how to make the other person feel important. I think yeah. my
2: problem is I only know one language. English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <The hell? laughs> Well, maybe you need to learn a, maybe one more. French? Maybe the loved one.
5: <laughs> oui. Yeah, the French, the loved one, yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: They do say it's a language of love, so maybe that's your next step. Yeah,
5: what, what What are you up to? Any events? Any seminars coming up?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. I have a couple things brewing, but, but the latest and greatest is November 2nd, downtown LA. I have an event um i'm on a panel for overall women entrepreneur wellness things like that Mm -hmm. and then you know for more of the male audience we're doing a huge mastermind where we're doing panels on like how people become successful why they're successful their story their inspiration that is going to be the following day in vegas on november 3rd okay love it yes
2: well in vegas (laughs) <laughs> but uh, where can people find you again? What's your best website? or uh, Best way handle? to get
1: in contact with me is Instagram at LivTexera, L-I-V-T-E-I-X. The rest will just pop up. I'm the first one. And, of course, my podcast, a Live Tech Texera production, available on all podcast streaming platforms. And you
2: can direct uh, message Liv and uh, say you heard her on this interview. Yes. And uh, that'll help out with uh, getting her attention really quick. I yep. love
3: it. I love it. Thank you for coming in.
2: Now it's time for Ask a, a Model. model. Hashtag the Enlightenment. Where we have...
3: Four men, one married, three single, trying to ask and get information from the model so that we are the heroes of the week and not the boneheads of the week. Hello. We want to learn and be better men, and we brought in fabulous Andres for the segment. Thank you for coming in, Andres. Not, not
5: fabulous. It's the great. Oh, sorry. Yes. We can't change Andre, it.
3: Andres the great. You're with us. But we have today Fat Neck. Yay. Yay.
5: Yes. So, she's Thanks back in the studio. Natalie yes, so good to see you, you were guys. were great
3: last time you were yeah, with
5: Bye by, po- back by popular demand.
3: Yes. Oh, wow, thank you guys.
6: We wanted to hear more of all the jokes. Let's get going. That's right.
3: <laughs> well, just in case they didn't hear the last time you were on the show, tell us about yourself real quick.
6: Hey guys, I'm Natalie Gatuso. I'm just a girl from Austin, Texas, Woo-hoo. here trying to take over LA. So now I <laughs> apparently take over all the men. Let's see what you guys oh, got wow. for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're I really to be Can you? <laughs> you're doing a good
3: job on Instagram, which is fat nat at Instagram that's f a t t underscore n a t t at Instagram and uh, you guys can check her out there but we have our question of the day dun, dun, dun. And today's are you ready okay let's hear okay, it okay today's question is what do you find you go after you're more attracted to most often someone meaning a male uh, that is above you more powerful in some area someone who's equal to you in area or someone that is below you perhaps.
6: I mean if we want to go for history, I've definitely gone for below but that, <laughs> is, that you know you want yeah. you like maybe guys you all nice. have a chance. <laughs> I, know, I was gonna say finally my I'm shot. Saying, These guys really do it's have a, a shot out there. They really do. You see the beautiful girl and then maybe the guy's a little uh but you know it's not always about looks either but yeah the power of yes. it's
5: funny because Ron was Ron was uh uh asking this question in front of us because he wanted to see how you would respond. I was going to I was going to say
6: what girl would say below her? I want to date the one lower. Yes, thank you. <laughs> for
5: no, I think <laughs> they because, do it yeah, no, for because, security. Yeah,
6: security And again if like, you know, they're not as better looking or something going on then yeah. you kind of feel like, oh, I don't have to be all those things like like they you feel like they're gonna love you no matter what yeah because like maybe I might be the best they're gonna get you know but oh. uh, a <laughs> oh, 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 little yeah. bit like that's, that's so how true. these girls go yeah and then they're obviously so nice this guy's like oh my gosh how did I get this girl and then the really hot guys like I can get these like all day so see so, you know what I mean that guy definitely has a level up because I learned. do
5: they say that sometimes as a <laughs> yeah hot guy. yeah we do <laughs> we're always saying that right yeah. yeah. Nat
3: how much is uh, how much of it is about control. Like, you, because you'd feel like maybe you wouldn't have control. I guess in, so you
6: can control the lower guy, but, yeah. you know, we're all kind of drawn to power players or something. Like, I mean, your own level is cool, too. It's like, oh, hi, you're right next to me. But then someone, like, doing better or, like, you know, showing off more. It's like, ooh, like, what are they doing? But then again, that type of person usually, you know, reflects not too much about themselves like i don't know like like you can't be too much like if you're just out there like oh, i'm the best like no one's really going to like you yeah. so you still have to be like show you're the best but then like have more going Wait,
5: did you just come to LA or
6: yes 3 weeks ago oh, first
3: time no. in fresh LA fresh off the
5: boat yes yeah. uh,
6: everyone's been talking about it like we got to go to LA i'm like okay i'm going to go yeah
5: Let's see and what's
4: she going came on straight
2: to, right. to us <laughs> and this is her second <laughs> exactly. on the radio already <laughs>
6: can you believe in it 3 weeks
3: <laughs> what's, what's your take on LA
6: Oh my gosh guys, it's just crazy. It's really just next level stuff. Like in Austin, you can go out, And, you know, I don't know, it's just really chill. Like, there's parking and there's not (laughs) not lines to get in places. And and here, man, there's just lines to everything you want to do. You could be the biggest power player and you just got to know people. You know what I mean? Like, the connects around here. But, I mean, you're meeting Mm -hmm. people every day. It could be, like, a famous movie star or a famous singer. And then everyone is just here. This is where the hub is. So it's, like, really great opportunity and awesome to be here.
5: And, Nat, what are you up to? What what are you doing these days? Are there any projects, any events? Yes,
6: honestly, we have a lot going on. I'm trying to start up a company out here just kind of helping with advertising, social media. I can build websites, photography, videography. So that's pretty much going on all over out here. A lot of people need help and have a a lot of cool brands going on. And my girlfriend Ari's starting her Siren and Sprite line. So I'm taking over the marketing. Coming up with some cool photo shoots. We got a big launch coming up soon. So. Like I said, we're just making the dreams come alive. Whatever. You just got here and you're yeah,
1: already.
5: Yeah, I came out here with a vision.
6: I'm ready to make moves happen. She I know already I has a better
5: that. life than most
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that have lived here their whole life. That's true. <laughs>
6: yeah, and it, it's kind of funny. Like whenever like um, I'm from Texas, so people are like, when they come visit Texas, I'm like, oh, I'm from Texas. But when I come here, most people are from California. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm from here, but they get really excited when you're not. Like, oh, I'm from Austin. They're like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> and I'm just so used to being in Austin and people being like, oh, that's, like, where I'm from. Yeah. But here, people are like, wow, like, you're making I'm like, wow, you guys are still here. It's Like, some people have lived here, like, their whole life. I'm like, how? Like, you know I mean? This place is crazy. F- but then you
3: got 50% of the people that move to Los Angeles move within, leave within two years. Oh, I could feel that, too. It, like, I'm gonna it's a it. tough city. But if you're <laughs> here yes. more than two years, you're probably here for good.
6: Yeah. So yeah I'm trapped. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> you guys seem to be making it happen. Yeah.
3: I'm so thankful I came here I do love this city I, I traveled so many different countries and places over the summer and every time and a lot of them big tourist destinations and I was like I think I'd rather be back in LA right now. <laughs> Even though I, yeah, I love being with my family. That was the best part. But in right. my mind, I was
5: like, the weather's better. The I just more comfortable. You Start it's, missing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, <laughs> I, did. Yes. I did, and that's what going to happen. Is there weather in Austin? I haven't been there.
6: Oh my gosh! It's usually Texas heat. Like I was all excited <laughs> yeah, because here it's a little cold at night. You know, all yeah. the girls are trying to wear nothing, and I'm like, how are they doing this? <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> need a fur coat. So I was excited to go back to Texas, and then a cold front hit. It was 40 mm-hmm. degrees last weekend. Nice. I
5: was like this,
6: it just keeps following me. Well, everywhere. the reason <laughs> I ask
5: is because if you live here too long you start becoming a weather wuss
6: like yeah. you can't
5: have yeah that's anything. true i mean it get below it, it gets below 75 and you're like oh i need a sweater no,
6: you guys, you guys live <laughs> in the perfect like dream world where it's like oh it's 75 and then like 55 at night now it is beautiful but i kind of miss the heat a little bit and we are going into winter yeah so i was like kind of miss the summer at the beach but the beach is always cold so. The
3: beach is always yeah, Have you guys made middle. it out? Do you go surfing? Yeah. No, I do not. I When I moved to LA, I said, I'm going to be successful. And if I live by the beach, that will just drain half of my time. Become a so beach I bummer. will not move there. Now I'm successful. And now my wife's like, we need to live by the water. And I go, well, now it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: It's
6: honestly really expensive living out here. That's the thing. Texas prices are
3: oh, yeah,
0: way yeah. down.
2: So I know. I just really went way. for. I went to Dallas like two weeks ago. And the gas in Dallas is like oh, two thirty. Yeah. You know, What's so two thirty. I swear to God I have the photos on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> here it's like five something people it's crazy
3: I'm buying a house in Dallas within the next two months too so Ooh, for $45 yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I have to put it on
3: layaway
6: people, all you guys keep moving to Texas Hey, oh, hey
3: yeah. we, we have to go but we're if, if you want to hear more about Fat Nat and watch more about Fat Nat online we're going to finish this interview and we're going to get in some great relationship questions with her
2: alright so we want to thank our guest uh, results coach Liv Texera woohoo yeah and our special model again, Fatnet Nat Fat Natalie. Nat. All right, Thank you guys. by popular and next demand. week, legendary <laughs> seven-time Emmy-winning actor Ed Asner. What? All right,
3: big we time. Do. Love it. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about
1: anywhere.